Hello everybody, this is Curtis from Trumbull letting you know that we are brought to you by Shudder. Shudder is the horror movie streaming service that brings you all the latest and greatest that horror has to offer. But you don't have to take my word for it. You can use TremblePod, that's T-R-E-M-B-L-E-P-O-D, when you sign up for an account. This will give you a free 30-day trial on us, so you can check it out for yourself. With that said, let's get on with this week's episode. Don't have a splinter in the eye. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's good. Living, living well. Yeah. I already missed that shark though, so we're gonna yeah. see. We're gonna see. And there's spiders in this one, which kind which is they kind of hit that spot, but not quite the same. Either. That seems wild as fuck, though, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that seems wild as fuck. Like spoiler alert, that's the best kill of the movie. <laughs> it's fucking just kills. insane. Poor Marty. Marty. Yeah. Marty, Marty, yeah, Marty. <laughs> like, poor dude, man. Holy fuck. I, he was just trying to get an estimate. <laughs> you know? <laughs> That's the shittiest thing about his, like, actually, even Joe the Plumber. Like, yeah. these are unfortunate. These are just contractors doing their fucking gig, man. Like, this is sad. Yeah. yeah. Does, does Fulci have something against contractors? Or... <laughs> yeah. Like, fuck, man. Nothing like that happens in Zombie. Like, everybody's kind of, like... Everyone kind of careens towards their death. <laughs> this one is just like, they're just trying to do their thing. Yeah. Um, I do like this movie, The Beyond, also has an alternate title of Seven Doors of Death. I feel like that's a way better title. Even the poster's oh. kind of cool for it. Like, you, you, yeah. that, this initial poster you find on IMDb, and, I mean, her hand's got a spider on it. And that's like the least eventful thing going on in this poster. I know! I know! <laughs> There's some wild shit going on. I'm just saying, whoever retitled this movie is an idiot because Seven Doors of Death sounds way cooler. Not yeah, right. One Door of Death. It's seven. Like, it's great. E- easily, though, like, before we even start, before we even get a synopsis, we can say that Liza is the dumb piece of this movie, right? Oh, yeah. Dumb mm-hmm. decision is anything she It's just everything. Like, even the initial of, like, wanting to keep this hotel going. Like, she's a fucking idiot that ignores <laughs> every single cue that comes to her. Even, like, even when we're in the third act, she's ignoring cues. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know what? Supernatural accidents? Fuck off. <laughs> you know what? It's a real fixer-upper. You just gotta close the gates to hell. <laughs> Once you close the gates to hell, you're fine. Yeah. Did you guys ever see the the Innkeepers, the Ty West movie with Sarah Paxton, where they're like ghost hunters in a hotel? No, I don't think so. But I love ghost hunting movies, so I think I need to look this up. Yeah, I I definitely thought about that movie a few times during this, and that the one that we watched, the Hotel of Aden, mm-hmm. one the found footage one that we watched. What was those those movies called? Okay. Is that the Hell House movie? Yeah, the Hell House oh, LLC. Yeah. Those ones, yeah. those ones. A little bit of, I had a little thought of those movies as well during this. You know what reminded me, or what I was run, reminded of a little bit watching this? In terms of, like, the movie's energy and vibe, is it reminded me a little bit of Evil Dead. Mm-hmm. Like, in terms of, like, the visuals and the energy, like, definitely seems like Fulci watched... You watch yeah, Sam Raimi's, because that was 80, yeah. right? 1980, yeah. 81. Yeah. 
especially in some of the the fog effects and everything yeah i'm not saying that is a bad thing i actually enjoyed that but i was like no huh, this definitely seems like Fulci's take on raimi which i kind of dug mm-hmm. i'll say i enjoyed this more than zombie yeah i would agree with that as well yeah <laughs> yeah zombie is more straightforward which i think can be fine but this is a little more complex this is another color more going on well, especially that ending but of course we'll get to that yeah <laughs> <laughs> but what is the beyond even about well we kind of touched on this a little bit but a young woman inherits an old hotel in louisiana where following a series of supernatural accidents quote unquote she learns that the building ha- has been built over one of the entrances to hell go figure right oh darn all those yeah. entrances to hell especially yeah. louisiana like we should know <laughs> Exactly. We should know the Cajuns had this whole this whole thing unlock. So was that really awful Disney movie that they just came out with with Owen Wilson? Was that like a remake of this, basically? Uh, in in a certain way, the the haunted mansion. Yeah, in a certain way. Yeah. So featuring a Geraldito that wasn't Geraldito. Yeah. When I think Seven Rings of Hell, I think Geraldito. <laughs> I think of many things when I think of Jared Leto. Um, like, like cults wearing white? Yeah. Yes. Sending uh, it rats to people? Yeah, that's fucked up. Oh, no, it's so cool. It's cool. I'm method. It's cool. <laughs> it's fine. It's cool. I'm method. The Joker would have done it, so it's okay. It's fine. Yeah, this is, seems like weird harassment, but it's cool. I'm method. should have just used that as their excuse for all these movies. No, guys, we're zombies. This is method. This we're is ju- method. we're just method. being in character right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Alright. Uh, when was the first time we watched this movie? For the podcast. Okay. Uh, this is a weird one for me. It's a, yeah, it's, because usually I, I, I've, I, I would say most of the times I've seen these, the movies we're talking about before, but this is one that escaped me for sure. Nice. Uh, should be no surprise that also I watched this for the podcast. <laughs> I think uh, I had heard of this one. I hadn't heard of uh, Zombie, that which we covered last week, but I, I did hear of the Beyond. I just, or maybe I heard of From Beyond. Never mind. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that's what I was thinking too. I was like, the Stuart Gordon from Beyond. I'm like, no, it's the Beyond. We're doing Fulci. I mean, okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, I think I watched this a little bit after I saw Zombie. So it would have been like, I think maybe like just the beginning of the pandemic. I think they added it to Shutter, and I was just like smoking weed. Just you see, zombie. I felt like I always knew because of the cover. Like even yeah. when I was a kid, and I, I'd seen the VHS, that maggoty zombie cover. I knew that cover. Plus, I feel like right? zombie has always been slightly more known, just because it's like a zombie movie. You know, it gets on the list of like some of the you know obscure zombie movies you should mm-hmm. check out or whatever. Like. But I don't see too many people on the internet talking about the Beyond. No, no. And even the poster would like show up in random movies or like be a poster in like some kid's room or like something like that in some you know eighties and nineties movies and stuff. Yeah. Um, but the Beyond, yeah, it doesn't get a lot of the same kind of reverence or love. And I think, in my opinion, I think it might deserve it a bit more. I think um, it's a more well-rounded movie. Yeah. It, 
and that's such a hard thing to say because this movie is fucking nuts. And <laughs> and watching it on Tubi and getting it interrupted by commercials every now and I thought fucked with it entirely in my experience of it. Um, like I get Tubi's got to make his money and, and revenue is a thing, but it just it, it stopped momentum for me every time that the the commercials came up. Um, but this movie is fucking wild and ridiculous. I wonder how much it costs to like remove the ads from Tubi. I don't know. You have to buy into it. You have to be like a, yeah, like a. You have to pay some of the two B people's salaries. Yeah, that's insane. I was just curious because like I do watch things on two B, and yeah, there's been a couple times I'm like, if I just pay like five bucks, can I like remove these ads? Like, can we just get rid of them? But I don't watch two B nearly enough to probably for it to be worth it. But and I, I have to credit for our ability to be able to watch it on two B and get any sort of a, an okay-looking version of this, um, we, we owe it to uh, Bob Murawski from uh, Grindhouse uh, releasing, yeah. who uh, restored the film in 1998 entirely with it, him, the Grindhouse releasing company. So, And Murawski is fucking awesome. If you read into this guy, this guy rules, and especially in this genre that we love to talk about all the time, um, Murawski's a big voice in it. Yeah. Um... There's, who was the, there was that movie we covered with, oh, the Maniac Cop, and, like, the director yes. of that, like, he doesn't really direct anymore, but he just, like, restores movies. Mm-hmm. William Lustig, mm-hmm. that's his name. William Lustig, and I think, yeah. I want to say that him and Murawski are, like, friends, or they, they're obviously know each other. Yeah. But, like, yeah, he doesn't really direct anymore, but he just, like, restores movies and gets them uh, back into, like, a presentable Way so mm-hmm. people can watch them, which I think is awesome. Like, there's just so many movies that get lost at time because of this, and people mm-hmm. like uh, these guys are keeping these movies relevant, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it's funny too because uh, he restored a couple other ones of the era, and they're all part of Fulci's what what's called his Death Trilogy. I actually own one of these, uh, the third piece of the trilogy, which is House by the Cemetery. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, the Beyond is the middle piece of the trilogy. The first part would be uh, City of the Living Dead oh, from yeah. 1980. Cool. Uh, we've got a couple emails. Dennis says, probably my favorite Fulci movie. The movie gets wild in places. The movie gets wild <laughs> in places. Yeah, I was going to say, in places. Yeah, yeah. Dennis, Dennis has a wild existence that I would like to be a part of if he only thinks that there's just a couple places in this where it's fucking crazy. Yeah. I, I think I there's probably a few parts of the movie I went, what? I just wanted Dennis this? to just be like, this is fine. This is this is not that crazy. It's like, no, it's crazy. This movie's something else. Even even his the emergence of the spiders is like, what? What's going oh, yeah. on here? What is going on here? Um... But yeah, no, this movie, um, it's, uh, it's great. Um, and then Samuel says, who knew the afterlife had such banging music? (laughs) (laughs) And it's funny because, uh, I think there was, who's the 80s band? There was an 80s band that was inspired by this film to make a song. Oh, Europe. So the final countdown band, Europe, the Swedish rock band, they made a song called Seven Doors Hotel. Uh, on their first album, and it was based on this on this movie. Oh, that's pretty dope. Yeah, it was only big in Japan. It never really made it as a big song in, in uh, any English-speaking country, but it's funny that Fulci inspired some Swedish rock band to make a song. 
<laughs> I want to, like, I'm trying to look it up, because I think I remember the name of the guy that does the, um, move, the music news movies. What is it? Is that, like, Fritzy or something? Fabio Fritzy. That's his Fabio name. Fabio Fritzy. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, he makes some great tunes. I think he still plays, too. Like, he'll just sometimes just tour around and play music from these movies. Which is That's great. awesome. Yeah. And this is apparently, um, um, Tarantino's favorite movie of that era. He plays at his Rolling Thunder reviews. Awesome. screenings every now and then yeah i'm looking it up and like bobby Fritzy still yeah he tours and plays music from these movies um, oh he did the score for it he did he did music on uh, kill bill volume one so there's a oh. so there's more uh tarantino connection there cool i mean you know tarantino's the kind of guy that's gonna go find his people and be like oh for yeah. sure well actually that that one really that's something that i i kind of love when when they when they pull from from things that they ins that inspired them as filmmakers um because kind of unrelated but slightly related um kevin smith's bomb movie cop out that he did with uh with uh, bruce willis that kind of put him into ptsd uh with everyone to work with a, a childhood hero or a, a teen hero ever again um the score for that movie was done by uh, harold faltermeyer uh, who he brought out of retirement. Harold Altermeyer did this, the music scores for Top Gun, Beverly Hills Cop, Beverly Hills Cop 2. Um, and uh, it was like the voice of an era, like the, the music of an era of action film or buddy cop films that he brought into it. So I just have a, just a, just a soft spot in my heart for when you bring something of a certain era to your film to give it more, I don't know, like a, like a graded, like, grit to it i don't know i love it for sure and i think it's also like kind of cool that people bring in these composers and stuff that like honestly probably got lost to time and then they're like hey let's work together let's share your music with the world it's funny that fabio fritzi uh the one of the last things he did was the he did the score for the remake of castle freak in 2020. that's awesome <laughs> i mean that's very and he did and he did puppet master the littlest rake have you ever seen that movie Oh, that was amazing. <laughs> Holy shit. Holy that, shit. No, I don't think we have. I don't think we have. I don't know if we've done any of the Puppet Masters, to be honest. Uh, I don't re I don't remember if we have, but that movie's fucking insane. Like, I know I've seen that movie. I just don't know if we've covered it on here, but we should. Thomas Lennon. Oh, that movie Thomas is like... Lennon. The movie got such bad reviews, and I don't know what people are thinking, because it's great. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. Okay. Uh, best line. I put the narration at the end where the narrator says, "You will face the sea of darkness and all therein." Mm -hmm. That made me explore. Like, yeah, yeah. Again, you're not going to Fulci movies for the dialogue. No. Um, and yeah, I, I like the despair of that line. There's something really Lovecraft about it, eh? Mm -hmm. Yes. About this whole and and, and there's definitely an MC Escher. Like he, you could tell Fulci was looking at those Escher paintings and be like, "That's the ending of my movie." Yeah. <laughs> like that's honestly what it felt like to me. Yeah. The only other line that I had written down, and I, I only wrote this down after I watched the movie because I didn't catch it in my first watch through, but I wrote down, uh, "Someone at some point says you have carte blanche, but not a blank check." Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm not, um, um, I don't think you know what carte blanche. Yeah. Nah. Exactly. I'm like that's. Yeah. That's the direct. Okay. I'm just going to tell Fulci, like, this doesn't make any sense. And he's like, no, it does. 
So that just made me laugh, so that's that's the one that I wrote down. But yeah, other than yeah, I, I agree the the dialogue at the very, very end was very ominous and, and especially as they're like slowly walking into this totally strange, desolate wasteland of corpses. Um yeah. yeah, that one in particular made me laugh. Which were all homeless people that were being paid in alcohol. Yes, I read that. homeless people. They were all paid in booze. Amazing. That's uh, so up. That is that is something that is not happening in this day and age. Yeah. Not a fucking chance. That would be uh, on Twitter so fucking quickly. Oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Like yikes. Yikes. Not exactly a moral man, Lucio Fulci. No. Exactly. <laughs> Random He will use you and abuse you. For his time, ends. The guy that was the founder of bum fights went on Dr. Phil and he went mm-hmm. Dr. Phil. I don't know why that just came to my mind, but it's just a legend awful. moment. The guy's a horrible human being, but the fact that oh, he's horrible. Just horrible, horrible but that was like a redeeming moment lost within it. Phil McGraw is a horrible person as well. Let's just put it all yeah. out in front yeah. of the oh, yeah. He's been exploiting people for as long as he can. Yep. All right. Uh, speaking of people who are dead inside, uh, let's go with, uh, no, I'm just kidding. I was thinking best kill, but it's actually best performances next. Um, I don't think any women, this is really that great. No, no one's really good. I'll, I'll go with Emily. She's ridiculously stupid. Mm, as, as I a blind girl. She's the I red mean, herring, right? So. Yeah. yeah. She really um, chooses scenery. I think, again, I'm going to give it to the animals. I'm going to give it to the spiders. I liked the spiders. Also, this, the, the, uh, whoever was operating the spider puppets uh, could have done a bit of a better job, but it made me laugh, so I'm also going to give honorable mention to whoever was uh, moving the spider puppets around because that was ridiculous. Yeah, it was so bad. <laughs> they were just, like, hopping up and down in some... Like, they weren't even... <laughs> moving at all other than like no. slightly bouncing up and down and it looked absolutely okay this might be the toughest call but best kill because spiders i enjoyed the spider kill that that was a good one um yeah martin poor martin yeah uh, the the okay the little girl was it the little girl's mother at one point like something happens where maybe she gets hit on the head and then she falls down and like acid falls on her face and like <laughs> eats, eats away her face in front of her daughter and it it I couldn't tell if it was like is is there some sort of being who's like setting up this huge dramatic reveal for this daughter where it's like all planned that she's gonna walk in on this scene like it, it was a little ridiculous but that also. Um, it was a very interesting kill. I like that one, too. Um, there's also at the end when, like, Liza and John get, like, merged with Beyond. That's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's, like, a few decent kills yeah. in this. Like, yeah, it's it's far more entertaining than, than the first movie we watched. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I also feel like the acid one was also great. The tarantulas were also great. Like, I have... Very few complaints about the kills in this movie. Uh, okay, dumbest decision. I think we kind of touched on this, but like, bunch of the characters just make. I think Liza. Yeah. Liza is just blind to anything wrong with this hotel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah. 
There's also a scene where someone decides to shoot a gun really, really close <laughs> to another character. Um, I'm going to be honest, I don't quite remember exactly what character. I think they were the two main characters, but um, he, he he's just really glad that he's a good shot because I that was dicey. That was it was she was literally like it looked like inches away from yep. where he was shooting the gun. Yeah. Um, and that didn't seem like a smart didn't seem smart to me, but it worked nope. out for them. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just writing down Puppet Master Lola's right in her schedule. Nice, nice. Because at some point we should cover it. It's great. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Also, we get to cover the movie after this one, House by the Cemetery, which is also mm. pretty good, too. We should I pair can't... our littlest Reich with uh, Seed of Chucky. Mm, that's, that would be a good one, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, House of the Cemetery is not as good as this movie, in my opinion, but it's still pretty solid. Just yeah, right. Document. Like, I'm not gonna say no. <laughs> uh, okay, I think it's time to get the score. What are we thinking? Score one. I think it was 7.5. It's so gonzo that it just kind of propels it up a little bit more, in my opinion, than Zombie. Um, nice. I also think it's more of a benchmark for Fulci than Zombie is. Mm-hmm. Um, it shows a bit more of his range, at least in storytelling. For better or for worse, clearly. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a fun watch. Um, I, I think that watching both movies by myself um, lessened it. I think you watch this with an audience, they're both wildly fun. Mm. Oh, for sure. Like, yeah. saw the Beyond at, like, the Rio, it would be... Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, now that you've said that, I kind of regret watching it by myself because I think that did. I think my experience was kind of just slower, and and like yeah, there were definitely like, the spider scenes similar to the shark scene in the last in the last episode. Yeah. There were scenes that pulled me in and certain things that pulled me in, but when it comes down to it, I'm a, I'm a plot girly. I need a little bit more pulling me and the characters into a plot, um, whereas these movies weren't necessarily about a plot you know um and i i think i think because i watched it on my own and was expecting maybe a little bit more of that that it did dampen my experience a little bit i i'm i'm gonna follow your um scoring scheme steve and also give this a 0.5 more than i gave the last one so i'm gonna go 6.5 but now i i do want to watch this with an audience because i think my score would probably be higher if i had other people around me to turn to and go what the fuck is going on totally uh I think it's a nine. I really enjoy this movie. Nice. Wow. Wow. Yeah. It's it's wild. It's but it's also cool too because it's like it's Fulci kind of seeing what other people were doing in the horror space and him trying to emulate it. But he's also still keeping himself Fulci. You know, he's still doing this thing. Um, I think this movie is definitely more entertaining than Zombie. Um, it's a little wilder. A little some ways less comprehensible but i mean sometimes you just have to like throw up your hands and be like i'm just here for spiders eating people's faces off like uh, i'm not in this for the plot but mm-hmm. yeah cool uh right well, steve where can people find you on the internet 
Yeah, you can find me at the Steel Dead on uh, Twitter, Instagram, Threads, and Letterboxd. Uh, you can also find my website, stevestebbing.ca. And my YouTube channel is just Steve Stebbing, simple as that. You can also find me on shiftheads.ca. Might as well drop it. Uh, I've actually forayed into doing like Spotify playlists, uh, something I call Songs of a Fortnite, just kind of songs that I've been listening to for a couple of weeks that I put onto a, a Spotify playlist. A lot of weird eclectic shit. But somebody challenged me years ago on, uh, on that said that uh, they liked my opinions on movies but agreed to disagree on music without me ever saying anything about music. So I took that to heart <laughs> and it was just like, fuck you, I'm going to make fucking playlists and show that I'm more... That I know more than just movies, so yeah, it's out of spite, but it's working out, and I'm really enjoying it. <laughs> All the best creative endeavors start because we're spiting someone. We're just challenged on it. We're like, what the yeah. fuck? Yeah. Why would you take my advice on movies and then be like, you don't know shit about anything else? Come on, exactly. that sucks. That's marginalizing. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, Taylor, where can people find you on the internet? I mainly hang out on Instagram under the username Technomicon, and I upload movie scores to my letterbox under the username Cersianic. Cool. Uh, yeah, I'm over at that hashtag show, 3 mirrorscom Twitter, I'm from Craig Kurt, Fatal Call on Letterbox. Check them out there. Uh, yeah, and then next time we're covering the Ty West Maya Goff uh do all movies to be a trilogy uh accent pearl so i don't know in this household we love mia goth even if there's lawsuits to say she kicked somebody in the head on maxine i mean <laughs> i choose to recognize that that may have happened but i still will watch her movies I fuck mean, yeah i'm all she's, about mia she's gonna be in a marvel movie soon too so really yeah she's gonna be I in that one in blade Ooh, okay, I'm into that. I'll hope she plays like a Parker Posey villain. Apparently she's playing... Oh, I forgot the character that they called. But yeah, she's a Lilith. Marvel oh, okay. Villain. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I know who that is. So. Cool. cool. Uh, well, until next time, everybody. Bye for now.